And welcome back to Coaching with the Bible. This week, episode 53, the Torah portion of Ha'azinu, the second to last portion in this cycle of the reading, and therefore also the second to last episode in series one of Coaching with the Bible. This week, our subject is on momentum. We're going to talk a little bit about momentum, but I do want to take a deeper dive into momentum in season two, series two, however you want to term it. Pardon me for having a slightly sore throat. Been busy a couple of days over the holiday season leading prayer services and uh, feeling a little bit of the effects this morning and um, <clears throat> presenting this uh, to you. So momentum, we're going to stick with the uh, what we started last week, stay slightly away from the actual total portion itself and focus in on, again, a more timely idea that I think is also timeless. Momentum is a crucial concept in many things in life, and momentum is defined in the scientific sense, is if an object is in motion, i.e. it's on the move, then it has momentum. It's mass in motion. Something is moving. You can have positive momentum, you can have negative momentum. How fast you're going or the speed of your momentum depends on how much is going on around you, how fast are you moving, and how much is actually moving. To get into the deeper sense of the science behind momentum, again, we're going to save for a later date, but I do want to sort of jump in. We talk a lot about the ideas of momentum. If you're a sports fan like I am, they talk a lot about players who are having or momentum or teams that are having a lot of momentum right now. That depends on, to some degree, the idea of how successful or unsuccessful they are. A team that's on a win streak, they've won five or six contests, games in a row, they have momentum. A player is playing well, he or she has momentum. It's sort of propelling them forward. But there's also relatedly a term, at least certainly in baseball, that your, your momentum is only as good as the next day's pitcher. The idea that to some degree your momentum hinges and is contingent on somebody else and their success. And that's true. But your own personal success shouldn't necessarily have to hinge on somebody else. Your personal momentum and how well you're doing can be impacted by others, can be affected by others. But generally speaking, our own personal momentum, how we are moving, the direction we are moving, as we've talked so much about during Coaching with the Bible over the course of the year, is wholly dependent on ourselves, on us. What we do, how we do it, the way we do it, when we do it, how we think, what we think, and so on. So I wanted to just take a couple of moments here to talk about momentum and do a slightly shorter version of Coaching with the Bible this week with the following idea based in Torah law, which is this, and this is sort of our springboard into momentum. At the end, end, end of the list of the laws related to the holiday of Yom Kippur, the day of atonement, the day of repentance, which was completed yesterday, the last words on that subject actually have nothing to do with the day itself, but have everything to do with the coming holiday, which is the holiday of Sukkot, the Feast of Tabernacles, the building of the huts, a temporary dwelling outside one's home. The details of that are not crucial. But the last comment made with respect to the Day of Atonement is that after a person has their meal, a break fast meal, 
they should then immediately go and begin to build their sukkah, their hut. And then also, interestingly enough, at the end of the first law of the laws of Sukkot, of the holiday itself, it also says that after you complete the holiday of Yom Kippur, that you've complete your fast and you break your fast, you should go and you should build your temporary dwelling for the holiday, the seven-day holiday, or eight-day holiday, depending on where you live, that is coming in the next few days. So it's very interesting. There's a lot of interesting ideas related to that. I always just simply thought it was interesting that it's the last and the first. And so I think that very much is the idea of momentum, because in both places, the commentary states that the reason why you do that is so that you can go from one commandment to the next. There should be no breakage, no separation, no distance, no time between one commandment being fulfilled and then the next commandment being fulfilled. Or as the same commentary states in the next statement, which is the idea that once a commandment opportunity is upon you, you shouldn't waste it, you shouldn't miss it. And so just as one holiday is completed in the next one, our minds, perhaps our emotions, our sense of focus moves to the next one, so should our actions, and let's not waste a moment. In my mind, the notion there is to some degree about momentum. Let's not have any breaks in the middle. Let's not allow for any dips in our actions. Let's not allow for any sort of negativity to encroach upon the positive feelings we feel at the end of a Day of Atonement, the celebratory nature that perhaps we feel at the end of the Day of Atonement, the feeling of accomplishment that we might feel at the end of a Day of Atonement, or if we're talking very specifically, the purity that we might feel in that space. So let's go from purity to purity. Let's go from commandment to commandment. Let's go from action to action. And to my mind, that's very much the notion of a mass in motion. It's very much the idea of creating positive momentum forward into the next holiday. And so for just a couple of moments, let's talk about momentum, just in the same and the religious context there, positive momentum, so too in generally speaking with respect to life, work, wherever it is, to talk just about the idea of momentum. The obvious notion as to why momentum is valuable is because it really propels you forward. To some degree, in some situations, it's almost out of your control. That might actually be better sometimes. It doesn't allow you to stop, to think, to question, to doubt. You're just simply going with what's going on. You're going with the flow. You're going with the movement that's taking you along the way. And that's probably a good thing sometimes. But it's really important to think about momentum, to think about how to build momentum, perhaps. And so in sharing the idea that the commentary is mentioned there in the Jewish law, which is the idea of going from one act to the next, in general culture, we've mentioned him many times, James Clear in Atomic Habits, He talks a lot about a concept developed by someone named B.J. Fogg in his program called Tiny Habits, which is the idea of habit stacking, the idea of building one habit onto the next, of building one good action on top of the last good action. And by doing it that way, you get habituated to that secondary or that tertiary or that fourth thing, whatever that is, more quickly because you're stacking one good on top of the next. Here's an example. After I pour my coffee in the morning, I will meditate for one minute. 
I'm not saying you have to meditate for a minute, but the idea here is that I pour my coffee every day. It's habit. It's good for me. It's a positive thing that I do every day. And so I'm going to, boom, stack something on top of that, which is the minute of meditation. In the religious context, it was after completing a really holy, spiritual, profoundly impactful day of the Day of Atonement, I'm not going to miss the next moment. I'm going to then go outside and build a temporary hut that I need for the holiday that's coming in just a few days. Habit stacking. It's a very powerful concept that really works very, very well. So to figure out how it fits into your own context. I will, um, you know, before I go to sleep at night or after I get into my bed at night, I will write down five things that I'm grateful for. We've talked about writing things down, journaling, uh, some sort of uh, activity of gratefulness. That is the concept of habit stacking. Very basic structure, very simple thing to do. There are ways to go deeper into it. As I said, the next time we talk about momentum, we'll go deeper on it. But one other thing that I think is really important here is perhaps the concept of planning it out. You know, it's in the same way that I know every year after the holiday is over, I'm going to then go outside after eating something to then build that temporary structure, partially because I live in an environment where that is the natural, given, obvious thing that people do, because all my neighbors do it as well. So it's just an obvious thing that we're going to do it immediately after finishing our breakfast. But at the same time, it's also planning, knowing that that's coming. And so planning it so that I do it and then I do it well and then it's successful. So really important is not simply just the habit stacking, right, and actually doing it, but perhaps the idea here of planning it out, thinking it through, scheduling it to some degree, learning about what it is that I want to do, and in so doing, putting myself in a position where I am force creating or almost by nature, quote unquote, putting momentum in motion, for lack of a better term. So the concept this week is learning how to begin to build momentum, partially by scheduling it, partially by planning it, partially by creating an environment around it for success, but also finding the right way to stack one success on top of the next. In the religious context, it was one holiday into the next, one act into the next, and in the rest of our lives, the same way we can create momentum and we'll talk another time again about the idea of how to go about creating deeper, greater forces and actions of momentum for positivity in our lives. And we'll also take the time at that point as well to talk about breaking negative momentum and breaking out of some sort of a negative structure that might exist as well. So I took a lot less time than I usually take, talk a little bit about momentum. Those of you celebrating the upcoming holiday, the holiday of Sukkot, happy holiday. Those of you who simply just Having a great Friday. Have a great Friday. We'll talk to you soon.